Get some rocking. Why YMCA? <laughs> YMCA is a track. It's an underrated know, track. Do you know? Is it an underrated? I think so. Well, it gets a lot of views. I can say, but YMCA, uh, the gay national anthem. Did you ever hear that? They call it the gay national anthem. But YMCA gets people up and it gets them moving. But we have a lot of good selections, and people love it when I do it. Uh, greetings, gang. It's Chapo, Thursday, March 10th, 2022. Uh, I'm Will Medicker. Joining me as always, Felix and Matt. Hello, gang. How you doing? Hey. Hello. We're talking a lot about Ukraine, foreign policy, war, things of that nature. But let's, uh, let's, let's bring it back for a little bit and talk about what's going on in our fair cities here in America uh, in terms of checking in with two of our favorite uh, big city American mayors, uh, Lori Lightfoot and Eric Adams. Uh, they've been um, they've been in the news a little bit of lately. Um, we'll start with Chicago. Lori Lightfoot. Uh, Lori Lightfoot. De- Lori Lightfoot denies making obscene derogatory remark about Italian Americans. <laughs> uh, this is um, Chicago Times. What are you doing? Just just double down. Uh, Mary Lori Lightfoot on Friday branded as deeply offensive, ridiculous, and wholly lacking in merit. The claim that she made an obscene and derogatory remark against Italian Americans during a call to discuss the statue of Christopher Columbus removed from uh, Arago Park. Um, One day after refusing to comment on the allegation contained in a lawsuit filed by the Chicago Park District's former deputy general counsel, Lightfoot, she felt compelled to break with her longstanding practice of not talking about commenting on pending litigation. (laughs) All right, here's, here's the money graph here. Uh, on, uh, the deal was described in a lawsuit filed Wednesday by one of the Park District officials on a video call. Former Deputy General Counsel George Smir- Smirnoidis, who alleged he was given 10 minutes of notice of the call with the mayor, which occurred the night after the parade. On a call, according to the lawsuit, Lightfoot berated Smirnoidis and Park District General Counsel Timothy King. Quote from Lightfoot, you dicks, what the fuck were you thinking? <laughs> Lightfoot is quoted as saying, according to Lightfoot, Lightfoot. Uh, according to the lawsuit, Lightfoot went on to accuse King and Smirnotis of making some kind of secret agreement with Italians. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? You're out there measuring your dicks with Italians and seeing who's got the biggest dick. I'm trying to keep Chicago police officers from being shot, and you're trying to get them shot. My dick is bigger than yours and the <laughs> Italians. I have the biggest dick in Chicago. King Kong ain't got shit on me. Okay, so was she like the pro the statue or no? I, I'm going to be honest. I've not been following this. Uh, was she like, was she like, we gotta, we gotta get the statue out of there because it's getting cop shot. Or is she saying like, you're worrying about this stupid fucking statue and I'm worrying about keeping the boys safe. I mean, I don't Columbus, know. All I do know is that she's got the biggest dick in Chicago. Yeah. It says here, the Columbus statue was taken away on Lightfoot's orders in 2020 after okay. it became the target of protests okay. and vandalism. So, they're, they're making secret deals with Italians and their big dicks, but they're not swinging. They're not swinging pipe like Lori is. I got to give her credit because that is one of the more annoying things uh, about American uh, politics is fucking humoring the fucking Italians over Columbus. First of all, not Italian. He was not whatever the fuck Genoa was uh, in the middle uh, in the early modern era was not Italy, uh, and also. Never came to the United States. 
Yeah, okay, yeah, but like, okay. You like have to give them something, though. Yeah, right? there's because, so many, because, like, okay, so many like, Italians, though. That, yeah, I mean, but all the other Italians are like, you know, like guys who were executed. <laughs> like, like, just, uh, you know, Sacco and Vanzetti types, like guys who are like proto-anarchists and like, you know, were had a trial that lasted 30 seconds and were executed in 1903 for stealing a pair. And I know why you wouldn't want it to be uh, Sacco and Vanzetti. Big loser energy there. Just a couple of, couple of guys getting stitched up and, and getting absolutely owned by uh, some wasp fa- uh, judge who... On the golf course, after sensing them, said, "Did you see what I did to those grease balls?" Right. No. Yeah. yeah. But my, my my point is that they don't really have anyone like Italians in America, at least. They don't like if you're if you're a wasp. Okay, the founders of this country. Yeah. You get like you get all the guys who they they went to a special camp uh, where they you know would date a nine year old and read thomas Paine and then and then invented america the guys who cracked the liberty bell and the, the, the all those guys all the heroes uh if you're jewish you know steven spielberg you have that hero that hero of america you have you know a lot of surprising amount of the characters on entourage <laughs> uh you know everyone's got something black people you know probably contributed the most to american culture Statues of everyone. There's nothing really for Italians. And Christopher Columbus was some type of like, you know, he was some weird mixture of like Basque and, you know, some other shit. And he just, he had a job working for Italy and then got hired by Spain and didn't even come here. But like, so, like give them something. Yeah, there, there needs to be some sort of project to replace Columbus with something. They need they need uh, to list the, the people. They need to have like some sort of vote on it, uh, and and get co- get contributions from our Italian American communities. But I mean, honestly, at this point, though, yes, everything is now resentment based culture war. Uh, the fact that people don't like Columbus now makes him cool and makes uh, it impossible to back down because half the fun now of uh, celebrating Columbus is knowing that it pisses off. Uh, people they don't like yeah but yeah but i mean that's like columbus is like an old culture war thing right it's like you know it's like if you were trying to show up with like digimon you know you're in elementary school and you're trying to show up with digimon cards now yeah it's like they've already moved on to another thing columbus day they've been doing they've been having this whole thing about him for like 40 years right don't i don't know what the whole ruckus over this one was but I don't know if you're a conservative and you're still on Columbus. There's so much other shit you guys. Yeah, have yeah. That's a were you like, were, yeah, were you in prison? <laughs> there's there's much better stuff you can move on to from being mad about people taking down Columbus statues, like being mad at the mayor of Chicago for having a bigger dick than you. <laughs> yeah, I gotta say, uh, props to Lori for having fun out there, and I think that's the thing that unites all these psycho mayors now in the big cities is that. We've gotten to the point where there's really no agency for anybody in an executive position, uh, really anywhere, but certainly in big cities. I mean, you take orders from the, uh, the Fraternal Brotherhood of Police and from real estate, and that's it. Uh, and so you've got to find like your joy in the job. You have to find the thing about your you job to, that you love. And for you her, to, it's yelling at people about her big dick. 
Well, I mean, you got to follow your bliss. And, you know, like, for people getting offended by this Lori Lightfoot comment, she did not say that Italians as a group have small dicks. No, of course not. Or poorly endowed or had, like, you know, all Italians have micro penises. No. She's just saying she has a bigger dick than the Italians of Chicago. I mean, and, and, you know. Right, right, right. That's, like, that's praise through a rhetorical device. It's like if, if, like, you were to say, like, Oh, I like I like taking medicine more than a Jewish guy. That's not you're saying you're <laughs> pointing out, you know, I love medicine taking I love taking medicine so much. I like it even more than Jewish people like right, taking yeah. medicine, which is a Absolutely. lot. Yeah. Oh, I have more yeah. Yeah. She wants I, people I, to think she has a big dick. Yeah. Uh, I have more plastic covers on furniture in my house than a Greek person. <laughs> <laughs> pointing out how much they do that. Yeah. And you know, that is one thing. People like it became a big thing to make fun of Italians in the last like six or seven years because that's where all ethnic humor goes. If you yeah. Go to college. Yeah. Because, you you know, despite Joe Biden's best efforts, we're not seeing a lot of good natured ethnic ribbing come back. No, so, that was something we were hoping for, but it just hasn't occurred. Yeah. So I blame just, Putin, honestly. Yeah. I mean, like he probably he probably invented HR departments, mm-hmm. but um. Even the people who have spent the past six years making like increasingly tired and unfunny Italian jokes have to admit that like they are that is a group of people known for like at least above average. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you know what I say when they whip out their dick and measure it, you whip out your bigger dick and show it to them. That's the Chicago way. <laughs> Lori's um, stuff getting in her head. I mean, as it is for any mayor of a big city, because it's just there's nothing you can really do anything in a position of power in America in an elected position. But it's spe- like the least of which is mayor. Like, yeah. I have not heard of a beloved mayor of a town <laughs> with more than a million or a city with more than a million people in like 40 years. Yeah. <laughs> Except for Giuliani. And that's literally the exception. And they made up for it by him being the least respected man in America now. Yeah, uh, I he mean, was, when he got like, 9-11 happening. I mean, when 9-11 uh, happened, that was like his approval rating. That's was, like a cheat code for the for minute before 9-11. One. The yeah. minute before that plane hit the first tower, his approval rating was in the fucking like was not high. Right. Yeah. Um, And, pro- and I think it's probably due to his small dick energy. I mean, even for an Italian guy, whip it well, out, I mean, Rudy. It, it is interesting that after 9-11, he's at the zenith of popularity. America's mayor. He wanted to do a third term and they said no. Uh, But then. When Bloomberg wanted a third term, they were like, Waltz sure, is right in there. No problem. Yeah, that's definitely shows that, that somebody was not digging his vibe. How funny would it be if like 50 years from now where just like you can't do anything about it? They're like, OK, we're releasing all the 9-11 documents. <laughs> and it turns out not hologram, obviously, no thermite paint, uh, none of that. And what? But it was an inside job. But it wasn't the Black Eagle Trust. It wasn't the NWO. It wasn't Jews. It was just Rudy Giuliani acting alone. <laughs> yeah. And it would be like, well, it worked. Yeah. Uh, little, little known fact. Uh, they kept records on every American mayor's dick size in Tower 7. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, got to say, just qui bono, who benefits? Well, that, yeah. So, like, if, if okay. The two towers, that's Rudy Giuliani and like a team of contractors that brought it down and like killed 3000 people just so he could like he could get back up there. And it succeeded beyond his wildest dreams. But Jews actually did do Building 7. Yeah, it was 
<laughs> it, was, it was just a totally separate incident. <laughs> yeah, it, it was it all Larry like, Silverstein. It yeah. was just a bust out like Goodfellas. Yeah, and we're, and we're yeah, and we're like, well, I mean, we did another thing, but like we didn't do that one. Yeah, so I still think you guys kind of owe us an apology. Yeah, like there wasn't really anybody in there. You know, I think like this is unfair to lump us in with 9-11 just because it happened on the same day and right next, <laughs> yeah. next to it. All right. So um, Louis Light for Chicago, I had to check right now and I, we got to check in our friend John Cass and what he has to say about Lori Lightfoot's big dick. So oh, hell yes. All right. Here's here is Chicago legend John Cass writing at JohnCassNews.com. Chicago, behold Mayor Phallus Maximus. <laughs> All right. Uh, John Cass writes, with the Chicago mayoral election just a year away, as the city reels from one crisis to the next, foul-mouthed Lori Lightfoot has transformed herself into something astonishing. Behold, Mayor Phallus Maximus. He's really proud of that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. In the most vulgar terms, according to a lawsuit filed the other day, she reportedly boasted about the size of her manhood while insulting Chicago uh, Italian-American community on the size of their manhood. Uh, As we've discussed, not the case. This is not the yeah, case. He's basic reading comprehension, John. Is it too much to ask? Yeah, like you are. You you are a writer, John. Yeah. Bravo, Mayor Fallus Maximus. Uh, uh, bravo, Mayor Fallus Maximus. Uh, but the Italians really don't. Uh, sorry, but the Italians really don't really. God damn it! But the Italians <laughs> really don't really want to take out the ruler. All they want is the release of Christopher Columbus from her wacky ideological prison for statuary. Yes, there is other important news in the world. The people of Ukraine suffer from Russian military attacks. American gas prices at the pump hit historic highs. Inflation eats our savings. Violent crime escalates in cities across the country, including Chicago, amid growing calls for the resignation of the mayor's endorsed Cook County State's attorney, Kim Fox. So the mayor's preapic boast about the size of her manhood is rather pathetic. As if she's some boorish tugboat Annie, tugboat Annie ranting alone in the tugboat gallery while watching. <laughs> tugboat Annie ranting alone yeah, in the tugboat, tugboat Annie was the Tom of Finland for lesbians. <laughs> she's a, like a more like a, a character more appropriate for the lesbian lifestyle of um you know you go on one date and then you marry a woman for seventeen years and then you get divorced and then you spend every other Thanksgiving together after that. You know, they got that's what Tugboat Annie did in the cartoon. Boorish Tugboat Annie ranting alone in the Tugboat Gallery while watching tugboat TV. Gallery. I don't understand what, what does that mean? The Tugboat Galley. Sorry. Tugboat he might be galley. thinking, yeah. yeah or or yeah, like, is he imagining? Galley. Or she's she imagines that she's like at a art gallery filled with tugboats. <laughs> Uh, ranting alone in the tugboat galley while watching TV, shouting about a teeny cocktail weenie on a tiny toothpick in one of those cringeworthy male enhancement commercials. But she's not a cartoon. She's the mayor of Chicago. What's he look like? Inter- right. It's interesting because she looks like she drank the juice from Roger Rabbit at all times. <laughs> <laughs> the dip. Yeah. Yeah. She is. It, it, it does. I do have a suspicion that she like is shrinking. In real time, like, I feel like if you were to measure her day to day over the past, certainly since she became mayor, that there's like a, a appreciable reduction in her height. Yeah, she looks like she sleeps in an MRI. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I know like people age and shit, but what the fuck? It's ooh, it's unnerving. Yeah. I mean, I think John Cass already is proving why he is a Chapo all star, because unlike most opinion columnists, 
he really lets you in. Yeah. He lets you in. He 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 opens up parts of himself that um otherwise like, you know, other not as good columnists would keep hidden. And for Jean Cast just here, he's talking about a very specific male enhancement commercial that features a oh, tiny yeah. cocktail weenie on a tiny toothpick. And he's just like, <laughs> I, I can't. Don't show me this. Stop, stop showing me these cocktail weenies. I don't need male enhancement. Stop the tugboat, Annie. Take it back I, to the tugboat galley. The, the only male enhancement commercial I really remember is Bob from Ed Stens. Anybody remember? Oh, that yeah, guy? yeah, yeah. I don't remember any cocktail weenies. I think this is all in his mindscape. So uh, he goes here. Uh, there are kids getting shot in the streets of Chicago and families here with people in Ukraine. There is so much going on, and I'm almost embarrassed to be discussing statues right now, said Ron Onesti, president of the Joint Civic Committee of Italian-Americans and on the current edition of the Chicago Way podcast. <laughs> the Chicago Way podcast is a, is a, is a podcast specifically. The Chicago where, Way. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's sort of like hot ones, but the host and the guests just measure their dicks back and forth and then lick increasingly hot sauce off each other. Oh, baby. Uh, he goes, I was on the Chicago Way podcast that I co-host with WGN's radio's Jeff Carlin that the honorific of Mayor Phallus Maximus was first bestowed. And she deserves it with that potty mouth of hers, allegedly, <laughs> according to... I mean, like, it's just Junkass, like, why the fuck... It's, it's the mayor of Chicago. You host a podcast called The Chicago Way, and you're being like, yeah. no potty mouth, wash your mouth yeah. out with soap, you know? Like, yeah, what, did, uh, what was it that, uh, that uh, Mayor Daly said to Abe Ribicoff at the 68 convention? Something about how uh, uh, he's go Jew go something like yeah. that. Well, I just I like um, this is again a thing you don't really see anymore after Trump. But like it is funny when someone is who is like virulently racist hates cussing. Yeah, most of those guys have died off, and it's like again like after Trump, that's just yeah. not a thing. But it is like a fun relic. Like a guy, a guy who will anytime that police shoot a 15 year old to death will defend it, but is <laughs> like the, the mayor shouldn't talk that way. <laughs> and again, like the actual quote, the potty mouth, the cussing here, maybe you said the F word once, but like what John is really like turned up about is her saying dick and talking about yeah. big, big women dick. should not do that. That's not that's for men folk. And then once again. I must stress, she was not saying that Italians have small dicks. She just says, yeah. I got the biggest swing in dick in Chicago. This is like, this is, she's speaking metaphorically here, but John is like, the potty mouth thing is bringing up male penis size at all for him. Yeah. Uh, going on here, he writes, um, she's, okay, why is she angry? Uh, she's imprisoned Columbus statues because she's afraid of her fellow leftists who hate Columbus. You cannot, imp <laughs> he's, she's imprisoning a statue. Well, they have those people, those guys at the the uh, Chicago black sites. That that's, yeah, yeah, that's fine. But when you, when you put a fucking statue in a room, you you, you have uh, committed a, a vile human rights violation. Amazing. Yeah, the biggest pussy in Cook County Jail. The guy who got pragged out by the Columbus statue. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she's imprisoned Columbus statues because she is afraid of her fellow leftists who hate Columbus. And to cover her own weakness, anger, and fear, she mocked Italians and lawyers with witnesses present. She's being asked about it. I'm asked about it, Onesti uh, said. She has not denied it, by the way. She, just, she has just said it's not merited, but she has not denied it, and that's just freaking brutal. That's freaking brutal. <laughs> I'm, I, I gotta say, like, in light of everything, like, everything in her world, like, 
who gives it like she said the dick <laughs> thing on email yeah that's really like i thought there was going to be a subtext i thought that there was going to be like you know because it's john cass i thought it'd be like she's talking about her dick while you know the gangbangers are terrorizing white people or something like you know like because like murders are up and shit and, and like it's it, it would be it should be like an easy easy column for cass but he's just he's literally just making it about how rude she is yeah. which again written by a virulently racist man well it's just guy- part of the general i mean just as the mayor has nothing to fucking no answers for anything that's happening neither do any fucking pundits so yeah. uh, it's like just it's a question of finding a thing to talk about like we're doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> this column I know what I'm doing all the time and nothing's ever really <laughs> surprised me. But uh, this column like writing this now where it's just literally about the mayor saying dick and you're upset about it. Like he's the conservative writer equivalent of the guy who goes to prison in 2004 and gets out now and goes to the club in like a FUBU sweatsuit. <laughs> like the times changed, man. Yeah. Um, I, I like this guy, uh, Onesti, like because they have to pretend that they're angry that she used potty mouth. And he's like, he's saying like, it's it's freaking unbelievable. He's like the 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 grocery store guy in casino. And he's like, wow, I, I said freaking. <laughs> I said freaking. Well, it's, not a, it's not potty mouth. It's a curse. But I saw the idea that, like, the Chicago Fraternal Alliance of Italian uh, cops and, I don't know, aldermen or whatever, they're real, uh, they're real offended by using the F word or saying dick in a conversation or on email. Yeah, uh, I mean, Chicago is a city, like, is and always has been a city run by parade floats of various ethnic white backgrounds who all hate each other. It's like, uh, am I supposed to believe this is out of the ordinary? Yeah, I, I mean, I would like to get a historical record of all the comments every Chicago mayor has made about different ethnic penises. <laughs> yeah, I would really like to know. Yeah, if you okay, if you put a dartboard with like every Chicago alderman and mayor and everything for the last you know fifty years, it's like you know you're gonna hit some Pollock, you're gonna hit like a Jewish guy, like a, a, a one of the last like crooked regular crime jewish guys you're gonna hit you're gonna hit like a czech guy you're gonna hit a guy who like goes to an Ustaji parade every day in his district <laughs> you know you're gonna hit like a guy who is in the black panther party and has has since gone to israel 20 times a year for the last 30 years <laughs> and like they all talk like this yeah and i would really like to get you know just a uh like some sort of Venn diagram, some sort of uh, infographic. The boys at Vox should really get on this. I want to know, like, what is what ethnicities penises are referred to most frequently, uh, which ones are referred to in most derogatory terms versus uh, most exemplary terms, and then compare it to data on ethnic penis length to see just how accurate those uh, folk beliefs among Chicago politicians are. This is what data journalism should be doing. Instead of just like those, pointing uh, at a fucking pointing at a goddamn uh, line on a graph and telling you that's why it's good that you're starving. I mean, like there are they have done studies on ethnicities and penis sizes. Oh, yeah. And it's like, you know, it's like kind of in line with stereotypes, but you'll get some surprises when you really uh, go down nationalities. That, that study authored by Felix Biederman. <laughs> yeah, with data from Will Maneker. <laughs> uh, no, I like you know, like data journalism. It's like those. um. 
Uh, those maps in the United States where like each state is listed by the number one porn hub search yeah. in that state is also pretty revealing. Uh, so but like I want to see like just for Chicago by district, and I bet the porn hub searches are like um Italian men measure themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean if there's any like I think that's like all the Mediterranean ethnicities are the most likely to actually measure their dick with a ruler. <laughs> like, like we, everyone's, everyone's thought about it. I'm sure everyone's done the silly thing where you're like, maybe it's your first week of taking Adderall and you're more horny and you just, you like have morning wood, wood all the time. And you, maybe you hold like a JBL <laughs> JB three speaker up to it in the morning to see like, Oh, how does this measure up? You know, everyone uses context in comparisons. I mean, everyone does this. It's not just me who's done this. This is everyone. No, this is normal. This is totally normal. But I would say like Italians, Greeks, these are the types of people who will actually take a ruler and do it. Yeah. And then put it on Pornhub. Yes. Okay. I'm looking at this is a, I mean, this is data from 2017, so it's a little bit outdated, but this is just a, like a, a map of the most popular Pornhub search terms by state. And I got to say, this is a bit odd here because almost the entire United States, including New York State, Illinois, the entire West Coast, all of the South, the Midwest, all of it is lesbian, which is like that's sort of yeah. um, uh, quaint to me. I mean, that's like a, Americans uh, porn taste are very uh, softcore and vanilla. Um, the uh, states that are sorry, what, it sounded like a bunch of Midwestern states are doing the lesbian, which no, is the, like. No, yeah, all, all the Midwest, uh, almost all the Northeast, the entire West Coast, Southwest, Texas, South itself, Florida, it's lesbian. That's that that is the number one Pornhub search term according to this map here. The the outlier states are uh fucking New Hampshire, Montana, the Dakotas, and Iowa uh, have searched MILF. That's their number one thing, and hilariously, Maryland. Their number one search is ebony. Yeah. And then hilariously, Alaska, the, the only state, number one search, hentai. <laughs> oh, it's, that's it's the that's proximity to Japan. It's right there, right across the Bering Strait. And that, that's that's interesting. Do you think it's because it, mm, maybe maybe it's like, I don't know. I think it's maybe because they, of, they have like limited social welfare. They have like some form of UBI in Alaska yeah. through oil. Uh-huh. And like maybe it makes them more worldly. Well, also it's got a very uh, dramatic gender disparity uh, demographically. There's a lot more men in Alaska than there are women. So you know you're not seeing a lot of women uh, in your day to day life. And so as you're walking around, all of a sudden you know you're imagining that they've got tentacles or something. Wait, okay, this is a better map. There's way more variation on this. This is relative terms searched more often when compared with other states, New York and Illinois. The term is orgy. Hilariously, Alaska, once again, really, it's the standalone state. Their search term that is uh, searched more often than compared to other states is do not come challenge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, they're, they're all warped by the lack of females in that state. It's turning them into mutants. I it, I mean, I have a foolproof. I guess it would it be doping if you took Wellbutrin before the no fapping challenge? <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yeah. They, yeah they'd have to piss test for that yeah that's like an epo yeah uh, here's an interesting one uh both pennsylvania minnesota uh vermont new hampshire and massachusetts 
the term giantess, giant women. <laughs> so is that is that like a? Do they say if it's like a majority or is that just like a plurality? I, I, it's, 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 I think it's, it's, it's just it's like it is relatively more searched for there than in other states. That's that compared okay. to other states. That okay. compared to other states. I mean, um, I don't giant. even know how how like accurate any of this is, but you know, it's fun. And I do, I, honestly, every time I hear it, it's it makes sense to me, and so I just choose to believe it. I could, I mean, Idaho is like, I mean, all those like all those Great Plains states that have like three thousand people in all of them combined. They're all the they're like they're all they're like from what I understand, my limited understanding of it, it's like one third Mormons, one third like people who were at Ruby Ridge, <laughs> and then one third like Basques weirdly yeah. and uh, uh with the first two groups i don't know there's something have you ever watched like uh <laughs> a giantess fetish video uh i have not i'm normal mm, well i, I i've seen it's I've actually seen, pretty normal in a lot of states but <laughs> i've seen not. like uh i've seen art um of like you know like a, a little man and he's like uh don't crush me with your giant feet mm-hmm. you know so I've, 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 the, the video like uh, a video no i've never searched that Okay, so videos are funny. There was a guy um, who made videos like this that they were kind of like a minor hit in eh, like 10 years ago online. You, and you'd see them on Twitter a lot. And it, it was, it, it, they had some like funny title. It was like, oh no, my wife shrank me or something. <laughs> and it was, he filmed himself and then like made it so that his wife's foot or like her hand. Or I don't know if it's, I guess it's wishful thinking that it's his wife. Like how I like to think that the goatee man's wife took the picture <laughs> yes. as a wedding ring. <laughs> She's supportive. Yeah. Yeah. But um, it, he's like, you know, in these various situations, he's the size of an ant running around like his kitchen and shit. And he's like, oh no. And his wife just stomps on him. <laughs> but this, it was like, uh, like, you know, sort of heavy set middle-aged man, mustache, George H.W. Bush, like, aviator uh, uh, seeing eyeglasses. And of the biggest marker, T-shirt tucked into jeans. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it made me think, it's like, if that's, like, the group of guys that are most into this, you know, it makes total sense. Like, I don't, I cannot see anyone else, like, being into it in big numbers, except for, like, middle-aged men. Uh, except for um, the states of Pennsylvania, Minnesota, <laughs> and uh, Virginia as well. Giantess. Those states are filled with, like, middle-aged men. Oh, uh, and, and Virginia yeah. specifically filled with uh, Beltway freaks. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, no. like Raytheon Acres types are just, like, they, they get off just, like, going into their uh, uh, into their CAD program or going onto their, uh, their, their slanted uh, desk and just building the specs for a giant sex bot and then well, imagine I, uh like uh selling it to the pentagon for 50 billion dollars well i'm starting to i and think the vagina is, falls out when it rains <laughs> i think this is kind of the giantess thing like being shrunk to an enormous size and being crushed and eaten by a woman i think that's more of a thing for like conservative middle-aged men i think if you actually really geolocated this and you went to actual Raytheon acres, their porn searches are like, you know, black person nods at you at dinner party approvingly (laughs) (laughs) and stuff like that. I think like the erstwhile conservatives is who I'm saying is into this. Yeah. Here's just another uh, telling demographic trend from the, uh, the, the Pornhub map. 
The states of Kentucky, Tennessee, Louisiana, Alabama, Mississippi, Georgia, and South Carolina, black girl, white guy. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Interesting. And then North Carolina, North Carolina, a standout state. No one other share, no one else shares this this search term with them. North Carolina, ebony anal. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Specific. Can I just say this? You know, while we're while we're getting everything out there. I think if you're like a man who really wants to do like you only want to do anal to woman, you're like you're either childish or you're cruel. Mm, yeah, it's like come, <laughs> like grow up. Yeah, like yeah, try also, it, yeah, yeah, try it once if you really want to, but it's like that's just immature. It's I like, also I think it is yeah. interesting that uh, Illinois and New York, as you said, will have orgy as their thing. Yeah, which is. That's like a total childlike, you know, candy for dinner thing. And what a shock. It's the home state of the two guys who could possibly uh, lead the Democrats to victory by being party animals. Eric Adams and J.B. Prickster. There we go. Yeah. What do you think Pritzker's into? Probably like probably probably inflation. (laughs) I mean, isn't he already pretty inflated? I guess that's it. He's just thinking like, man, I could be so much bigger if I really tried. That's my favorite one. I think he likes a a buxom redhead um, juggling. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's what I'm guessing uh, JB's into. Oh, man. If I was, yeah, if I was, you know, any number of famous redheads, Christina Hendricks, Carrie from Mythbusters, uh, who's the girl, who's the woman who's in like the Avengers and all those movies and she, she had the Chapo book on her bookshelf. Oh, Karen uh, Gillen. Karen Karen Gillen. Yeah. Yeah. I would, if I was any one of those beautiful, beautiful women and accomplished actresses, I would give it up for JP. Absolutely. Chicago, Chicago, that toddling town. Uh, Back to back to back to the cast report here. Okay. uh, Now he's getting into like uh, serious issues, uh, as as opposed to Mary uh, Mayor Laura Lightfoot's comments on dick size. Um, she says she does not shout. I did not say that she's a lawyer and they use weasel words without merit is a lawyer's answer, not a straight answer. Most politicians are genetically incapable of giving straight answers as Russia's Vladimir Putin continues his murderous invasion into Ukraine. American <laughs> President Joe Biden escalates tension and gaslights Americans about the reason the price of gas in the U.S. Oh, is at the God. highest in history. Isn't it awesome how it's all turning into one thing? Yeah. It's like you, you can't even you can't even be smugly superior to the libs because you have their exact same vocabulary and grievances. It's amazing. Yeah. 2016. Oh, are you triggered? 2022. You triggered me. It's <laughs> uh, everyone, yeah, conservatives are fucking soy. Yeah, yeah I've noticed them talking about gaslighting all the time now. Like I saw Marjorie Taylor Green use the term platform the other day <laughs> like fucking god fuck you know forget covid the real pandemic's college <laughs> absolutely yeah. get rid of it oh this yeah this is awful i mean i like we've said we need to we need some we need some based libs to even out this equation i mean we know that they're, they're, they're rising and now we've got biden just being like fucking inflation is up uh gas prices are insanely high he's not going i feel your pain he's not going uh, I'm so sorry that happened to you. He's going, ah, it's Putin's fault. What do you want? Isn't it funny how Fuck he's like the, the most competent politician with that like very tough problem? Because it's like, yeah, it's not a great answer, 
but like eh, it's like Russia. Sorry, I can't do anything. Is like a much better message than the thing I've seen every other Democrat do, which is like higher gas prices are a worthwhile price to pay. To <laughs> yeah. Like I cannot. That is like a parody of it's of something a Democrat would say. Yeah. Like. Um, that sounds You're like a good something that person you would... for fucking pe- spending half your paycheck on gas. So it's yeah, like a... actually good. This is happening because it gives you a chance to be good. What the fuck is this? Like a George Takei said the other day that like, oh, like paying eight, ten dollars of gas is just like something all Americans should be like glad to do to like stand in solidarity with Ukraine against Russia. Or it's just like uh, I can imagine Americans doing that for like a week or whatever. But ten dollars a gallon is like, you know. Uh, that's not going to yeah. last very long to the extent that anyone's willing to to be like, you know, fill fill up their tank and just be like, I salute you, President Zelensky. This is for you. Yeah. And yeah. it's it's easy for Takai to say because the nutrient slurry that that he floats around in to po- to post from uh, is absolutely petroleum product free. So he's not even paying for it. Yeah, he has no he has no carbon footprint from posting grumpy cat all day. Yeah, no, that. I saw a poll like a week ago that was like, oh, 67% of Americans say that it's worth it to pay higher gas prices, you know, to be in solidarity with Ukraine. And it's, I, uh, I, I bookmarked that because I, I am on a quest to show people how useless polls are because that, holy fuck, is that going to go down in flames when it actually happens? Yeah. Hey, what what would you think about this thing? Uh, you know, absent any actual impact on my life is a totally theoretical proposition and also with me wanting you the pollster to think that i'm good yeah it's fine I, I'm, I'm civic minded yeah all right uh, the, uh this the, the john cast article takes another uh, a quite a good turn here if you want to talk about like uh conservatives just becoming adopting the soy for themselves it goes on he writes here italians are demanding an apology and onesti was disgusted by mayor phallus maximus we've been fighting media stereotypes he said we're not a community that does a whole lot of marching and complaining and protesting. Really? Uh, Italians have never complained. <laughs> that is not. I mean, there's a reason that you guys are called Jews of better food. Remember when uh, a literal mob boss started an Italian anti-defamation league? <laughs> oh, yeah. No. And, yeah, and then, and Colombo, then got, right? And, yeah, and then got murdered at the fucking uh, anti-Italian American defamation uh, of, like uh, yeah. uh, protest. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I like the <laughs> I like the idea of a mob boss who's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. So, uh, Onesti, uh, that's another topic for another time. But that was the fun. <laughs> yeah, that's a topic for another time about how Italians are. They don't do a whole lot of marching and complaining and protesting, unlike some other some other groups that we're going to talk about. I mean, they get they get the biggest parade in any city like every year. That, that that's that's marching and complaining and uh, St. Patrick's Day and Columbus Day are forms of protesting, in my opinion. It's true. They're way more di- they're way more disruptive. I goes that's a that's a topic for another time. But that was the final straw. Now she's made it a personal thing by doing so. She not only infuriated leaders of our community but others. I'm getting a call from African Americans, Native Americans, Latin Americans, Jewish Americans. She crossed the line and unified us all. She made it personal. I think what he's going to What about our dicks? Dick. Yeah, it, when, <laughs> we need to know what you think her, of our penises and how they relate to yours. This is erasure. I notice he's well, not going to call he's not going to call us from Irish Americans. I'll, I'll just <laughs> yeah, that like, right. That's right. Don't, don't worry about. <laughs> it. Like, like yeah, we we understand. Lori's got a bigger dick than us. You know, we're not going to we're not going to we're not going to fight about this. <laughs> But yeah, no, he's getting calls from men all over Chicago who's like, 
Mayor Lightfoot, you made it per this time it's personal. Wait, so wait, he's saying he got calls from he, he from all the people who walked in the bar <laughs> from <Yes>. that <laughs> format. Because because like like the and the tenor of the calls is like oh my god, I'm so sorry. What the fuck? Are you okay? Is that what he's saying? Yeah. I don't believe that. He called them in and held I space for them. He is lying. I mean I mm, I don't know. I ever yeah. This guy just sounds like he wants to be in the newspaper. I'm on Lori's <laughs> side. I love the leader of like the leader of every like civic and community organization is just calling this guy to be like, We stand with you and the small dicked community. <laughs> <laughs> uh no, he goes on, he writes, Would Onesti ever say such things in front of his family or his nana nona? No, he said. When he heard what the mayor had said, he first thought of his grandparents. I was offended on behalf of my grandparents, Onesti said. That might sound a little cheesy, but it's not. There has never been a time when I felt so insulted on behalf of them. Just the idea that Mary, Mayor Lightfoot is implying that this guy's grandfather wasn't blowing out the walls and filling and stretching for his grandmother. That's fucking. I mean, that's he's she crossed the goddamn line. I, you know, when I think about dicks and dick size, I think about my grandparents first and foremost <laughs> yeah yeah they i mean, came like, over the my parents my grandparents came over to america on the bang bus <laughs> <laughs> the bang boat when it arrives at ellis island <laughs> everyone everyone's just like so ungenerous though and how they read anything because you know it's it's always a contest to who can win the agreement race who who deserves to be felt sorry for the most even if it's like this guy who yeah. you know his job, his like actual function of his job could probably best be described as like using pension money skim to like go on the world's worst cruises. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's like, like everyone's so ungenerous now they read it. Like she's saying, like, I read it as like, yeah, my it's even bigger than Italians. The stereotype being that, yeah, they have like big, disgusting, like nitrate filled cocks. <laughs> with like fleshy pizza bubbles in them. They got that cool. Yeah. I mean it's it, it's uh you know anecdotally, you know, we've all heard it a lot, but I just I don't know. I don't mm, I get this it's a Jewish guy and a black guy called me and said this is one struggle. <laughs> all right, man, it's like are we are we in a are we in new era cuz this story is nothing but cap. <laughs> No more brother wars, only dick size wars. Yeah. Um, but once again, I got to say, I'm very proud of the Irish community for not getting in on this fucking pity party because, you know, yeah. they've accepted. You got to know your limitations. They're not. They're, yeah, they're not um, so, sorry. Yeah, I mean, I mean if you, they, they realize, like, if you have a small dick, you uh, you just got to get good at lying. You have to be able <laughs> to convince every woman you've ever been with that you just got out of the pool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was just, you're skipping ahead a little bit. Uh, she calls us fucking cowards in meetings, a Chicago Police Department commander said. And you're wondering if she'd ever talk about comparing dick sizes? Get real. She says anything, anytime to anyone because she thinks she can. That's who she is. Yeah, You've heard that's people why you get run for mayor. That's the point of running for mayor to get to yell at people. There's nothing else you're going to do about it with the job. Yeah. Yeah. The job of mayor. The job of mayor is to be like. I would say that the closest thing we have to a Jesus Christ-like figure is mayors of major cities in America. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, you have to die for your city's sins, which, mm -hmm. and by die, I mean 
literally the second you get in office, your approval rating goes down to 20% and everyone hates you. Yes. Uh, he says, he goes on, you've heard people say that she swears like a sailor. Well, I was a sailor, an able-bodied seaman on a merchant God. vessel, and I, and I never heard such talk. I was, oh, yeah, like, oh, oh my God. This is such dude. Italian bullshit. Just like, like, no, that, like, no, that's like not, in that's the, in the middle. That's John Cass saying that. Oh, oh, that's John Cass. John Cass was saying this I was an able seaman, able-bodied seaman. <laughs> His name should be John Cap. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, okay, this is such Greek bullshit. I'm sorry. John Cass is Greek. But, um, okay, first, like, he was a merchant marine and he never heard guys talk about their dicks. He never heard crass <laughs> language. Are you fucking kidding me? Is it, I did, he's really going with this. I, but there is, this one is an off week for him. <laughs> but there is one benefit to christening her mayor phallus maximus because Onesti thinks my Latin is superb. Your Latin is amazing. He said, I just call her mayor lie foot. Oh, that's oh a good God, one. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Like it just oh, two fucking two guinea pigs talking to each other. <laughs> two two fucking two lobotomized apes just hitting a button to say hi to each other. Just go 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 ready. He goes excuse me ahead a little bit. He goes, if Chicago isn't ready for an Italian mayor, Chicago isn't ready for a Greek mayor. I don't think the big money supporters of the white sh- uh, of the white shadow like Greeks, but I don't really care. Let them enjoy what's left of their city after Mayor Phallus Maximus is really done with it. As St. Patrick's Day approaches, oh boy, here we go. Get the mm. Irish involved here. We rely on the grace of the South Side Irish. Let's hope they intervene and support their Italian friends because they could give the mayor a nice thick bar of Irish spring soap to hold meekly in her mouth. As penance, she could keep repeating, it's magically delicious. It's magically delicious. Past her teeth holding the soap as if it were a mouthful of tasty, lucky charms. Okay. That, that is one of the weird, that is one of the strangest paragraphs. <laughs> Just. Mm, no, 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 no. <laughs> No, that's that's just perverted, man. That's like I think. Even... By, and by the way, if he's saying he's talking about like you know ethnic groups getting befended and they're all calling him and saying like we stand with you, John Cash. Uh, Irish people, uh, we're, we are not some fucking leprechaun caricature, and we we don't like I we don't I, Irish spring soap. Get that bullshit out of here. I gotta say, this is the worst John Cass column I've ever read, <laughs> and really I have memories of reading John Cass in 1998 as a little boy. <laughs> <laughs> I heard my mom complaining about it, and I was curious when I saw the newspaper. This is the worst one. This is terrible. This is like it, it only like it just no energy. Uh, none of Cass's usual flourishes of depressing life, uh, light, uh, like looks into his life. Nothing. Uh, he's not even making like not not even his usual like racist point that at least makes you go oh like what a terrible guy this is just, it's literally all about cussing and it just it's off the rail like this is only acceptable to write something this bad and lethargic if like your son died that afternoon <laughs> this is terrible yeah. john no, this is the lion in winter this is him uh no longer on at the newspaper and on his little blog he's right yeah this is john cast news no editors i I, yeah, I want to do a training montage where i get the old cast back i want to just wake him up at 5 a.m every day and make him watch rap videos <laughs> like steam coming out of his ears 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dangle sausage behind a network of contraptions, and then when he gets to it, it's it's a hologram. I want to really, I want to get the old cast back because this is awful. This is depressing, man. He's lost his fire. Yeah, this should really be uh, like anybody who thinks like fucking Substack and that shit is like, oh, this is great. We don't need uh, newsrooms and and editors. We've got just direct access to the to the mind uh, dollops of of our thought leaders. It's like, yeah, this is what you get. Just zero uh, quality control at all. I do like the phrase though. I do like the phrase a mouthful of tasty, lucky charms. Cause I imagine, you know, John Cass, like he, uh, he, he has to, he like secretes away a hidden, hidden Ziploc bags of lucky charms so he can eat them secretly. So his wife doesn't yell at him or something. I think John Cass hides, like, I feel like uh, every trick that prisoners have for getting razor blades and drug into pr- drugs into prison, <laughs> that's how John Cass gets candy around the house. I feel like he's used a, uh, used a knife to cut, like, a slit into his own cheek to put Tootsie Rolls in. <laughs> he's boofing fucking a Snickers bar. Yeah. John Cass is in husband solitary. <laughs> For for sneaking a payday into the ballet or whatever awful outing his wife took him on. He's playing a harmonica and he turns to the Columbus statue next to him and says, what are you in for? <laughs> Being white. <laughs> well, I mean, he ends the column by saying, Mayor Fellas Maximus, the days of honoring yourself will soon be at an end. But before you go, would you mind letting Christopher Columbus out of jail? Free <laughs> <laughs> <Be> my man. <laughs> Uh, so, I, so I guess he was trying to like draw a thread that like uh, of Lightfoot like treating Italians poorly. It's like the dick thing, and then Christopher Columbus. But he doesn't even. Yeah, this is just solo energy. Like, did his doctor tell him there's another food he can't eat today? Like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? This is like this is awful. He's either just started or is coming off SSRIs. Well, yeah, that does it for the uh, well, almost a whole hour on Lori Lightfoot. But I do want to get to uh, back back in the New York groove. We got to talk about our boy Eric Adams, uh, Felix. Uh, this is a story that I'm sure you'll you'll be interested in. Headline: Eric Adams meets with the drill rappers whose music he said he wanted to ban. New oh, York that City actually Ma- happened. Yeah. Uh, this is oh, I, oh, okay. It says a New York City mayor appeared to blame the music scene for recent shootings, but now says he wants to work with the artists to address gun violence. Doing the, yeah, I think Eric's got the right idea here. Uh, New York City Mayor, mayor New York City mayor Eric Adams held a summit with a group of drill rappers on Tuesday night and clarified he doesn't actually want to ban their music. Days after he appeared to blame the music scene for recent shooting deaths of two young New York rappers and suggested drill videos be pulled from the Internet. He now says he wants to work with the artists to address gun violence amid a period of soul searching in one of the music's most controversial communities. Drill, named after the Chicago slang word for kill, was created in the early 2010s by rappers from some of Chicago's most neglected neighborhoods and features lurid stories of gang life, often laced with explicit threats against their rivals over energetic, ominous instrumentals. The genre is known for its culture of authenticity, sometimes taken to an extreme. Performers have been known to carry out the violent acts named in their lyrics, sometimes even while streaming on social media. These associations haven't kept Drill's distinctive style from going mainstream, influencing acts such as Cardi B, Drake, and Travis Scott, and spawning spinoff locales around the world, including London and Paris. 
Brooklyn drill rapper Mano, who helped organize the meeting with the mayor, posted a short clip of the event on Instagram showing the rappers gathered around Adams. I just wanted to create a conversation with the mayor so he could get a real perspective and a real understanding of what drill rap is and so that we can have some real dialogue and really start to make things happen, said the rapper in the video. Uh, Felix, is Mano any good? Uh, Mano's a name I uh, haven't heard in a while. Uh, if it's uh, the guy I'm thinking of, he's a bit older um oh no mano's nearly 50 now damn does time time fly i don't know if i'd really consider him a drill artist at all though but he's definitely been a fixture in new york yeah he has a few songs i think are good this is a classic oh, yeah, oh, mano uh, mano spent i did i did not know this mano was in prison for 10 years for robbing and kidnapping drug dealers hmm. uh let's see who else shows at the meeting um Bleezy D.O.D., a 27-year-old rapper from Brownsville, a low-income area in Brooklyn, said the shootings have been deeply painful for the community. People was becoming stars. We dream of taking care of our family and getting out of here, and it was taken away from them, and that ain't right, he said. Uh, two others at Adam's meeting were Rashid Littlejohn and Jelani Ray, respectively the founder and coordinator of Guns for Grants, a nonprofit that offers college grants to attend Brooklyn's St. Francis College to teens who surrender firearms. The mayor seemed excited about the idea, said Little John, who hopes the initiative could become a model for future city legislation. Oh, also, uh, uh, Fivio Farn was there. He's probably he's probably the oh, biggest name. Fivio actually showed up. Yep. I didn't know that he could get him. Hey, Eric does have a little swag. See, this that's is a, that's a big this rapper. Is, this is classic Eric Adams. So you've got you know a perceived and, and real rising crime, no ability to do anything about it. Uh, so you blame rappers and then use it as a uh, pretext to meet famous people. <laughs> yeah, mission accomplished. He's just having such a good time. You know what? This is a very, this is so much like something Trump would do. Oh, yeah. No, he was always uh, freeing freeing those guys. He was always about freeing uh, freeing oppressed rappers. Well, no, I mean, not just the, the fact that he's meeting with rappers, but like Trump's favorite thing to do was to like, you know, he w- he was like a, a fictional dep- depiction of a president in that he would talk about an issue and then get every famous person associated with the issue to come meet with him. Yeah. To make it look like he's doing something, which is like, honestly, like pretty smart idea for an chief executive to do. I think. No, he's, he's he's the, he is the innovator. He's the guy who uh, came on the scene once traditional politics broke up and is, was just making it up as he went along, guided only by his ego. And what do you know? If you're famous, that's all it takes. I mean, Look, the fact that he came that close to being reelected. Yeah. Look, there's some lessons to take from the man. He got more votes than he did the first time. Yeah. After after all that, after probably the worst, like in the past, like 40 or 50 years, probably the worst final year of his presidency. Oh, God. During an election year possible. He came that close, man. That is Eric Adams. He is really, I think, the only guy on deck. Yeah, for the I mean, president, he's the only guy for, pre- he for Democrats. To go celebrity too, which I think is probably what they. they I mean, I think yeah. that's what they have to do. Honestly, it's celebs or it's Eric Adams. You got nobody else. There are no other national figures on the Democratic Party that are known as anything other than fucking punching bags and, and, and heels that people want to throw fucking fruit at. Yeah, the thing and the thing is, like, the celebrities that Democrats would pick, it would be someone that is, like, by all definitions, undisputably a celebrity, but just does not have anything that gets people excited. Like, it would be like John Legend. Is who they would pick. <laughs> <laughs> My money's still uh, on Oprah. 
I mean, then yeah, maybe could maybe could see see him getting done, something done there. I think she but could Eric, kill off some Q moms. Honestly, yeah. I do. Eric Adams. I'm not saying I want him to be president or like, you know, I'm you know, I same same tact as I take in uh, all this stuff. Like, hey, that's your you, you this it's your guys's business. You guys figure it out. Yeah. But you know, if I'm uh, if I'm in the DNC, if I'm James Carville or someone. I'm like, this is the only guy who can win the presidency. Because he's the only guy who is having a good time. Yeah. He he was he went to a Russian bath and yeah. he's like, Ooh, <laughs> I, I'm gonna come back and treat myself. Yeah. That's it, Matt. That's a great point. That he seems like he's having a good time. Yeah. Okay, did you, did you so see the, it's like he did ran you, for mayor so that he could like skip the line at Katz's. Yeah, like, so that he could have all the premium New York experiences without having to wait. Like he that, can go uh, see you, the fucking he can go see the uh, the Statue of Liberty without having to wait for the boat. Yeah, that's okay. That's exactly the type of person Eric Adams is. Is he's like a native New Yorker who's lived there like sixty years and probably still goes to the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, like at least and he once lives a in month. New Jersey for Christ's sake. Yeah, he's a bridge yeah. tunnel all the way. Uh, speaking of Eric Adams having fun. Did you guys see the clip on his Twitter account of him sliding down the fi- the fire pole in the, awesome. in the fire, in yes. house? Just having a good time. And he says, and he says, in in his first term as mayor, he wants to slide down every pole at every firehouse <laughs> in New York City. <laughs> oh, that's so awesome! And you know, like, you go, like, hey, like I I've never slid I down wanna, a fire pole. Who wouldn't want to slide it looks down fun every as pole shit. Fucking, it's awesome. In the New York City Fire Department. Who wouldn't want to do that? The only way you can do it is if you become mayor. I talked to my brother-in-law say, about that. I I'm gonna think, have a, I'm gonna have a fire pole experience. I'm gonna have a fire pole I, experience, and then I'm gonna have a fireman dick measuring experience. <laughs> I, I I don't think I would need to go to every one in the city because I think it honestly would get a little old. But I would yeah, definitely well, want to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would want to go to the Ghostbusters firehouse yes, and go down that yes, pole. Yes, I, I okay. I like. I think that like as a mayor, he's going to do a terrible job. Oh yeah. I think that like. There is at least a 45% chance that Eric Adams goes to prison for some like weird financial crime. Yeah. Not out yet. He's way deep in a lot of shit. Well, I don't even think he would go there. Like, I don't think he would get jammed up for even like a complex corruption scheme, like the types of which you usually see like pension stuff or kickbacks. I think purely just out of stupidity. He's like that type of guy. But if that doesn't happen, Hey, maybe even if it does, if it does, you know, it's a new Honestly, world yeah. out there. Like, who cares at this point? Who fucking cares what the fucking uh, what the hall monitor has to say about a guy who is vibing? Yeah, this is Democrats. This is your next president. Yeah, it's like uh, as Karl Rove said, you know, you guys uh, report about the world, but but and the vibe, but but we make the vibe. Yeah, I what name the uh, there's no other Democrat that seems like they're ever having fun. Only no. grew only gruesome Gavin, and it's like you <laughs> gruesome. Fun, Ga- wait, wait. The fun gruesome Gavin is having is hateful to any like normal exactly. Yeah, sees. right, right, right. It's like the it's like uh yeah like Patrick Bateman having sex with the the prostitutes. It's not, it's not anything any observer is going to be charmed by. But like going down a fucking fire pole, adorable. Where's you see? Eric Adams when he's like up at six six in the morning going to his favorite fruit stand and saying, Only in New York, baby. This is New York. <laughs> Get some buy some fruit on the street. It's great. Sliding down a fire pole, uh, you know, in, uh, insulting drill rappers and threatening to ban their music and then and then ha- getting to hang out with Fivio Foreign. 
he takes like uh, I, I I follow him on all platforms. A, it's great because like every day it seems like it, it, he's sort of like treated less like a mayor and more like a dying child. <laughs> he's back in. Yeah, like like they're like, oh hey, okay, Eric, we're gonna we're gonna like let you pick out good to go to the candy store and like pick out your favorite <laughs> thing. Okay, Eric, you can go down the fireball. Oh, oh, we're gonna we're gonna let you drive around a go kart. But it's just like I genuinely believe believe like he's a liar in many ways, including lying about being vegan. He's not lying about having fun. <laughs> nope. No, you can't fake that. You can't you can't fake his his infectious smile. And I got to say, Eric Adams team, Eric Adams yourself, if you're listening to the show, you have got to go to that Russian baths. It's a wonderful yep. experience. Give yourself a little treat. Just have, have, a, have a fucking soak, have a schwitz. And I would like to see a video on your Twitter profile of you getting like wet, beaten with those palm fronds, like to, mm-hmm. just two big hairy Russian guys just like whack the shit out of you with those big, big, big fucking, you know, branches and leaves. And, and if lo- you have any it. opinions on uh, penis sizes of different ethnic groups, we would love to hear <laughs> <laughs> uh, Just closing out the Eric Adams thing, just as a, a contrast between New York and Chicago and Eric Adams and, you know, a person I regard as one of the worst mayors in American history, if not one of the worst human beings America's ever produced. Uh, just at the end here, it says, in Chicago throughout the 2010s, the violence coupled with the visibility of drill artists created a level of panic in the city for local politicians, said Evans. The city under Rahm Emanuel's mayorship tried to stamp out drill music, strong-arming venues into dropping drill performances, and even setting up a police division to surveil drill artists. Efforts that Mayor Eric Adams should regard with caution, he said. In Bleasy's view, the music isn't the cause of violence, but in many cases, an escape from it. We're all in poverty, so nobody has opportunities. The pandemic hit, everyone feels left out. In these projects, these houses, people, these houses of people all bunched up to, uh, to four corners. Everything's segregated off. We already feel like we have no outlets and no way out, so our only hope is the music. And that closed out the Guardian article. I think it's a, yeah, that's a good thought to close with. Yeah. No, that is a very good way to, to put drill. Well, you know, one of my favorite genres to listen to uh, a very, I don't know. Yeah, you can you can pick up a lot about an America that most people never think or see or want to think about through drill and a, a great genre of music. But um, oh, yeah, that Rahm Emanuel thing took me back. There was about like five or six years where Chief Keith literally could not go back to Chicago because cops were using like old warrants for shit. And they were just going to arrest him on site if he came back in. It was an Emmanuel thing. But uh, I don't think, you know, I think Eric Adams is more likely to uh, intercept Chief Keep's flight so he can take a smiling picture with him. <laughs> yep. And what's more fun? What's more fun to observe? It's not hey, I'll just close with, uh, you know, uh, the, the God, the sage, uh, you know, like uh, probably probably one of the most clearest thinking and self-actualized individuals of our time. Ice-T said it, you know, almost 20 years ago. He says, gangster rap got mass appeal. Little white boys in the burbs got heat. A ghetto is a ghetto and a street is a street. Eliminate the poverty disease and we'll start rapping about birds and trees. <laughs> mm. I don't know. That kind of sounds like it'd be bad. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously the, the country and people's lives would be better, but. Yeah, but I mean, come on. What are we really hearing for? What if, a, what if a guy rapped about Boba Fett? <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, oh man, man. his backpack has got jets. Ooh. I'm a devious degenerate defender of the devil, shoving all the trash compactors on the detention level. Ah, pretty good. <laughs> Dirk and Lil Baby had a concert here in New York this year, but I was gone. It was in October. Would love love to go to that. It doesn't really have anything to do with it. I mean, Dirk is a drill artist, but his, his music uh, has expanded to many different types since then. Oh, I just wish I did that. I was there at the time. But I think if I went again, I could go with Eric Adams. Yeah, absolutely. Just vibes. Man, yeah, that's it. That is their only hope. You know, yep. when they bring Kamala out there, like, Ooh. okay, so Biden, Biden or Ron Klein or Jill or whoever is making this decision, they have absolutely made the affirmative choice that they are going to give kamala the job of like the bearer of bad news and to yeah. fuck up so bad that people only talk about what she did like if gas goes to, like 12 dollars a gallon they are gonna send kamala out to do a photo op at a gas station and yeah. talk about it like at, like at, absolutely but for the kamala positive people out there one thing they have to face up when americans see kamala harris they have the same reaction which is what the fuck is that? <laughs> like, what emotion is this person trying to portray? What type yeah. of person are you? Like, what what attitude are you? Are you angry? Are yeah. you scared? Are you like like Tulsi Gabbard has a little bit of that? But if you watch Tulsi long enough, you're like, oh, she just has severe social anxiety. Yeah. She's just a weird woman. Kamala is like not like has unperson aspects. Every Eric Kamala Adams. Harris, yeah. No, Eric he's Ad, people know what that is. Every Kamala Harris uh, press conference or photo up is guarantees to display at least one sound or facial expression that you have never seen or heard before in your life. <laughs> yeah. She's a little bit like the political version of Tom Hardy's accent in Venom. You never know where it's going to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I aches and pains. Don't come. Hey, Andorans, don't come here. You remember when she like tried to make a catchphrase out of banning Trump from Twitter during the debate? It dude even needs to go. Dude need dude's gotta go. Ha <laughs> go. Even Liz Warren, like the queen of forced weird positions that only exist on Twitter. Yeah. Even she was like, What the fuck are you talking yeah. about? Oh. I I do like I do like something you do have to commit with Kamala is there was a small but very dedicated group of people that yeah, like she has her sarjo car that's for sure i equate that to to you know every guy in iraq or syria or something in some village who's declared himself the mahdi and he's got a few dozen people who are riding with him may not be a lot but they're riding well yeah because like all of these post obama democrats who they've been trying to foist on us like because all of the broad appeal uh that undergirded the obama uh, phenomenon is now gone. Like you can't really appeal to uh, a, an ethnic group the same way because of, you know, the cynicism of the Obama campaign uh, presidency. You can't, you certainly can't even uh, uh, depend on like the historic democratic association with like the working class. Uh, all they can do is represent themselves, which means that most people are going to be receive them very coldly, except for dead-eyed, narcissistic, uh, hyper-ambitious psychos who over-identify with them and say, that's me. Yeah. 
You know how we, you know how, you know, we, we, we've spent a lot of time talking about like, um, women who get kicked dick out size. of everywhere, dick <laughs> size. but like, uh, politically, we've talked a lot about the rising force of women who get kicked out of everywhere. And then the, the democratic equivalent, which I hope they really, really go with, uh, <laughs> the woman who says they're going to kill themselves all the time, uh, <laughs> Abby Broyles, who a Broyles Adams ticket is. Oh I don't know. Oh, oh, yeah, but, oh God! But yeah, that's the one. But I think the reason Kamala has like a small but very dedicated uh, group of followers is she, she rep- represents a smaller but nonetheless very recognizable category of the weirdest woman at your job. Yeah. <laughs> and and when they see her being weird and off-putting, they identify with that. Yeah. Well, it, it takes all kinds to paint the rich tapestry of America. Indeed. And, uh, you know, Eric Adams, maybe get a feature on the next Fivio track. Think how much fun that would be. I think he would do it. I could see. I could see. The th- okay. Here's your test. So, you know, say someone you, you, if you are a Democrat out there, Say someone you want to be president. Someone you think, say someone you think would be good. You're like, oh, I think if they really got out there, people would like them. Try picturing them with five different celebrities. Yeah. Try to picture like Eric Swalwell meeting Ariana Grande. Right. Like backstage at the VMAs or something. Yeah. They all, it doesn't, it doesn't really like mesh in your mind. I can see Eric Adams with literally any celebrity. Absolutely. Enjoying himself. I think that's your guy. Yep. That is your Him John Broyles. Yeah. Abby and Eric. Yep. I think I think the lesson for today's episode is that mayors, when the working day is done, mayors just <laughs> want to have, have fun. Yeah. <laughs> All right, gang. Let's uh let's leave it there for this episode. Until next time, gentlemen. Bye-bye. Until next time. <laughs>